On Midwest Week, two of the most important races on the November ballot are not for Congress, Governor, or the state legislature. I'm Herb Trix, and my guest this week is Dave McKinney, government and politics reporter for WBEZ Chicago Public Media. So, Dave, these two races are for the Illinois Supreme Court. Uh, which Illinois voters will choose these uh, these justices? Well, Herb, thanks for having me. I, th- this is a race that is, uh, you know, confined largely to the collar counties of Chicago and then some outlying counties beyond, uh, you know, suburban Chicago here. Uh, you know, we have two districts uh, in play. The, the first is the uh, second Supreme Court district, which takes in Kane, uh, uh, Lake, McHenry counties in, in the uh, suburban areas, and then DeKalb and Kendall a little farther west. And then the third district is one that takes in DuPage and Will counties in the Collar counties. And it also extends a little south and southwest of Chicago and takes in uh, Bureau, Grundy, Iroquois, Kankakee, and LaSalle counties. Okay, so remind us why we out here in the Quad Cities care about these races in uh, your, your part of the state and not very close to us. Well, you are right about that, Herb, because uh, voters in, in your neck of the woods are not going to be asked to vote in either of these districts because uh, uh, you're, you're far enough afield from, from you're outside of that, obviously. But the reason that, that people statewide should care about this is because right now there is a four to three Democratic majority on the state Supreme Court. And you have to go back all the way to 1969 when, you know, to find a time when Republicans had a majority. And if somehow Republicans uh, next month can thread the needle, uh, actually, scratch that, it's not next month, it's November, my, my time's a little off, but if Republicans can thread the needle and win both of these races, then that would give them a majority and it would really open up the door for them uh, you know, to pretty much throttle Democrats who have had these uh, majorities and supermajorities in the uh, legislature, and they've held the governor's office pretty much nonstop since 2003 for the, the Rauner administration. So Republicans feeling like this is a possibility after knocking off Tom Kilbride two years ago? Well, I think there was a lot of enthusiasm after Kilbride lost his retention battle. I mean, that wasn't, you know, Kilbride had been the chief justice. He had had a, a long tenure on the Supreme Court. And, you know, face it, nobody on the court typically loses these retention cases. They, uh, they come up, these elections come up uh, once every 10 years, and, and mostly they're electoral cakewalks for, for members of the court. It wasn't that case in Kilbride's uh, uh, election because, you know, uh, more and more downstate has, has become uh, Republican friendly, and a lot of that district uh, became uh, very Trump friendly. And so Kilbride was kind of uh, swimming upstream, I think, with that, and it didn't help that uh, the, the the former Chicago hedge fund tycoon Ken Griffin poured millions of dollars to help fund an advertising campaign that that even reached here uh, in the Chicago media market to help defeat Kilbride. So, tell us about the candidates in District Two. Who were they, and what sort of background do they have, and what do we know about them, if anything? Well, again, the District District Two that we're talking about is Kane Lake, McHenry, DeKalb, and Kendall. So. The candidates there come out of Lake County. One of them, the the Republican, is a former three-term Lake County sheriff named Mark Curran. Uh, People may remember him from 2020 because he ran statewide. Uh, uh, It was sort of a political kamikaze mission because he ran against Dick Durbin and and got clobbered. But uh, Curran is taking another stab at at, uh, at, at political office here. Uh, He's on the Republican side. And then the the Democrat is a, a Lake County judge named Elizabeth Liz Rochford. She's been on the bench for quite a while uh, in Waukegan, and 
she's got uh, you know strong support from uh, the unions and, and uh, uh, lawyers groups and, and, and Planned Parenthood and the like. Now, Curran, being a former sheriff and candidate for Senate, does does he need to be a lawyer or a, a, a past judge to, to be eligible for the Supreme Court? Well, it's not a requirement. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's an oddity, but not a requirement. So Curran uh, believes that, uh, you know, he, he I mean, Curran has had, Curran is a lawyer. He's He, he worked in the uh, DuPage County uh, State's Attorney's Office for mm-hmm. a period of time uh, and, and uh, worked worked alongside uh, Jim Ryan. And uh, the, uh, you know, Curran believes his background in law enforcement as well, um, you, you know, is a strength and, it, and it, it would enable him to be able to kind of get on the court and interpret these cases that, uh, that, that come before the court. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, Curran... Uh, Curran has backing from, uh, you know, uh, again, some of the anti-abortion groups that are out there. Uh, you know, conservative groups have, have rallied behind him. So uh, that, that's kind of the matchup right there, Curran versus Rochford. And who will they, who will one of them replace on the Illinois Supreme Court? Well, so that, that's an interesting uh, question because uh, they are running for a seat that, um, well, honestly, these, these seats these two districts have been reconfigured. The Supreme Court had not had its districts redrawn, uh, boy, for you know more than a half century. You have mm-hmm. to go back into the mid-1960s when that happened last. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the district, the, the, the district, uh, much of this district had been uh, uh, one in which uh, the incumbent uh, Justice uh, Michael Burke from DuPage County had presided over. But uh, the, the Democrats in Springfield redrew the boundary and, and, and put Burke in a district that he's largely unfamiliar with. So, so there's really no incumbent in that district uh, that, that either of these people has to run against. Okay, so tell us about the third district. Who are the two people there? Well, the third uh, district, which takes in, again, uh, DuPage and Will counties and Bureau, Grundy, Iroquois, Kankakee, and LaSalle counties, that features uh, the, the justice I was just talking about, Michael J. Burke. Uh, he's he's had a long tenure uh, in as a judge. I mean, he, he uh, he's been on the court uh, for a short period of time. He he replaced uh, former Justice Robert Thomas out of DuPage County. I mean, Bears fans will remember Thomas as the former uh, uh, kicker for the uh, uh, Chicago Bears a long time ago. Um, and uh, Burke had been, uh, prior to his time on the, the state Supreme Court, he had been uh, on the state appellate court for, for quite a while, and then before that he was a judge in DuPage County. Uh, he's up against Democrat Mary Kay O'Brien. She's a, a, also an appellate justice. Uh, she's been uh, on the, the appeals court since the early 2000s. Um, Mary Kay O'Brien also is a former Democratic uh, state legislator. She served in the Illinois House of Representatives for a period of time uh, in the, the mid to late 1990s through the early 2000s. Um, so she understands, uh, you know, she's got kind of a legislative background as well as a, as a uh, background in the state judiciary. Judicial candidates usually don't speak about issues very much. Um, do, you, do you have a vague idea where some of these folks might stand on some of the big ones, gun control, abortion, stuff like that? Well, you're right. I mean, they, they uh, typically you don't get that kind of question answered clearly uh, when you ask judges where they stand on things. I mean, anybody who's watched, uh, you know, U.S. Supreme Court nominations uh, in the U.S. Senate, they, those those 
uh, senators will ask the nominees over and over where they stand on abortion and the like, and typically you don't get answers. The same was true when I talked to these four candidates, although there were there were little openings along the way where, you know, some people made it obvious, some not so obvious. Uh, in the case of uh, Curran, you know, he he acknowledged openly that he's, you know, what he called himself a pro-life candidate. Uh, Rochford, uh, she steered away from talking about, you know, guns, abortion, and the like. Although uh, in her case, you know, she's been endorsed, as I mentioned earlier, by plant uh, by uh, uh, personal PAC, uh, which is the uh, abortion rights group, and then also uh, there's a gun rights organization that has uh, endorsed her. So, you know, you get an idea that way with those two. Uh, Justice Burke, uh, he has had ties, I believe, to uh, some anti-abortion groups, but uh, you know he uh, really wasn't willing publicly to show his hand when I interviewed him uh, on that. Um, interestingly enough, on guns, you know he uh, he talked about knowing somebody who had been a victim in the uh, Highland Park July 4th shooting, and then there was also a mass shooting uh, at the Oak Brook shopping center in his uh, neck of the woods. And, and, you know, so he was familiar with that. So he, he, he sort of had a firsthand, uh, I guess, exposure to these mass shootings that, that we all have to live with. And, and so, uh, you know, that, that gave a bit of an opening into his background. Justice O'Brien, I mean, you know, I would say she's been, uh, of the four of them, she was probably the most open about her position on abortion. Um, you know, she, she said that, the, you know, basically told me that there's a lot at stake uh, in this election, basically, when it comes to abortion rights, because there are efforts right now uh, in, in some of the lower courts to undo some of the abortion rights wins that Democrats have put on the books. And uh, O'Brien has been up on television here in the Chicago area, and her advertising you know, sort of features that messaging that you know, she's been endorsed by personal PAC. And, and uh, you know, she she is a uh, you, you know, uh, she ha- she has been an abortion rights advocate in the past. So so those that's really kind of the broad brush look at these candidates. Um, you, you really kind of have to look between read between the lines in some cases to figure out where they might be.